Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet here in Vancouver, Washington at the Firmly Planted Family Studios. Yes, I'm still here. Today, I've got my friend Rick Green on the show, and we are going to help you guys navigate the triple-demic that the CDC says is coming your way. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for leaving reviews. As you know, I love the work of Patriot Academy and Rick Green. We talk about it here all the time. And I invited Rick to come back on the show when I started getting wind that the CDC and the Biden administration is trying to scare you guys into masking up, closing your businesses, the whole thing, you know, 15,000 booster shots. And uh, I wanted, I, I thought to myself, I bet Rick has an opinion on this. And so, sure enough, he does. Rick, my friend, welcome to the show. I was listening to your open, and I'm thinking, of course you're still here. You're firmly planted. You're you, nobody's moving Heidi St. John from her firm stance. You listen. I've never had a doubt. They could hit you with everything from every angle. I'd be like, you'd be like one of those weeble wobbles. Remember the remember <laughs> yeah, the weeble wobbles? wobble, but they don't fall down. That's right. That's right. Yes, so it I grew doesn't up in the seventies. Sound very firmly planted, but. Anyway, I don't know Amen. how I got Weeble Wobbles and Firmly Planted into the same sentence, but God bless you. It's great to be back. Well, it's great to have you. Before we jump into the topic du jour, which is the CDC and the insanity that's that's uh, coming again, yeah. uh, I want you to give everybody an update about what's going on with Patriot Academy, because you guys have some fantastic news. Man, we're so excited, Heidi. I tell you, um, we've been at this for a while. You know, we've been doing Patriot Academy for 20 20- something years. And really for about 10 years, we've wanted to have a place we could bring students for longer than just the one week. You know, we do the one week state capital thing around the country and it's great. It's wonderful. You know, it has a big impact on the kiddos and we've seen our graduates go to, you know, all kinds of things, but one week's not enough. So we've been wanting to do a one year program where they could really get grounded, especially at that 18, 19, 20 years old before they go off. You know, hopefully I'm trying to get kids not to go to college unless their degree requires it. I mean, their uh, career requires it. But, um, but anyway, it's, uh, it's been a long time coming. (laughs) And for two years, Kara has looked at, my wife, Kara has looked at, I don't know, hundreds of places, ranches and places where we could, we could build this thing. And um, anyway, we finally have it. I mean, the Lord has answered our prayers. It's going to be in Fredericksburg, Texas. Yes. It's a beautiful piece of land. Uh, and we are so excited. So we're going to, it's going to be your one-stop shop for all things patriotic. So you come in, you do a handgun class if you want. You do a constitution class in Independence Hall. You do a, a day as a legislator. So not just the kiddos, but adults and everybody get a chance to be a legislator in a mock legislative session and really understand what it means to be in a constitutional republic. Uh, the fellowship, the interaction with other patriots from across the country. It's going to be phenomenal. Absolutely you phenomenal. Lack vision. That's your problem, Rick. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You, you just, you, you, Kara you just, has never this. said that. I don't know. She's like, stop having so many visions. We have you too know, many things to do. This is my friend. So my friend Jeff uh, was over here the other day helping us with some stuff with, with our nonprofit. And he's like, he's like, Jay and Heidi, you just need to keep visionating. I'm like, That's my new favorite word. Visionate. I like that. Visionate. Let's go visionate. Let's go visionate. Yes. And that's what you, honestly, I mean, that's what you guys have been doing for Patriot Academy and, and the Lord's uh, answering prayers in remarkable ways. So you have this awesome piece of property and what's next? So where do well, you go from here? We're, we're going to, we start clearing immediately. Um, we're in fact inviting our supporters and coaches and everything to come in and they want to cut brush. Come on. You know come how to on. use a chainsaw and come spend a week with us. 
But, uh, you know, Lord Willen will have an official groundbreaking sometime towards the end of March and get Kirk Cameron. And obviously, Heidi St. John needs to be obviously. there. So we got to find a date that works for you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to have a big, big party um, and and break ground, start building Independence Hall. Should have the ranges uh, partially built by then anyway. And, yeah, man, we'll um, by, by the fall uh, possibly have our first little class, you know, just to break things in. But most likely fall of 2024 is when we will have the first one-year program uh, for the students. But I, I just couldn't be more excited, Heidi. I think God has has designed this whole thing around this particular place. This is where we rebuild liberty. You know, a lot of people look at the the rubble and and they just decide to give up. People like you and me, we we pick up the pieces and start rebuilding. So yeah, I love yeah. the uh, the growth you're having there. Uh, you know, t- people are telling me all the time, you know, give up on a lot of these states. I'm like, no, man. There's there's so many good people in these areas. So many yeah. good movements happening. And so I think that's part of why we're, you know, we're up to 22,000, 22,000 coaches now all over the country, diving into these materials, doing exactly what you did there at the resource center, bringing people together, studying the biblical view of, of how being a yes. good citizen works and the constitutional view of that and combining those. It's, it's good stuff happening. I, 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 you know, I'm not like a lot of people that get depressed when things are going bad. I, I get excited. I'm like, Oh, opportunity. Hey, there's a battle. <laughs> I love it. I want to fight. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know, uh, Kirk and I were talking on the show and he was saying we were talking about the just the need, the the need for courage in the culture right now. And if you take a stand, I don't care what it's for. I mean, Kirk's obviously right in the middle of the drag queen story hour thing, just trying to get a decent book read in the library. You can't read a decent book, but boy, howdy, we'll we'll talk to your kids about the lie of transgenderism, how if they want to, they could change their gender and they could be a they could be a kitty cat by Friday if they wanted to be. (laughs) But but Kirk tries to take, you know, hey, let's talk about the fruits of the spirit. Let's talk about self-control and patience and gentleness and all the things. And they're like, yeah, no, sorry can't do that. But instead of being being discouraged, that dude's fired up, right? Yeah. That's yep. that's the role of God's people. Don't cede the territory. That's right. That's right. He's a fighter too. I, I love Kirk. He's just, uh, you know, he gets it. He reads the he reads the room well, um, reads yep. the, cult, the culture well. He sees what's happening and he knows exactly where we need to be engaging in the fight. So God's, again, positioned him, I think, perfectly for such a time as this. Massive influence, you know, huge audience teaches so well, you know, as you saw in our first week of biblical citizenship, he just, he takes that monument behind me and just, I mean, it's incredible what he does with it. Uh, His American campfire revival is, is amazing. We got coaches all over the nation using that course as well. So I think, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's just like all throughout history. I mean, God picks his warriors and he, and he places his timings just right. And the cool thing is he's bringing us all together. Right. So it's like, you know, you and I started building our relationship, what, two years ago when all the insanity started, about the same time. I mean, Kirk had been doing some stuff with us, but we started doing more and more, um, you know, the Marshall Foster thing and, yeah, and how yeah. at the last part of his life, he poured all of his, you know, just 80 years of, of a wealth of knowledge into those courses. You know, David Barton, I mean, all these people, I just, it's just really cool to see God bringing all these ministries together. You know better than most. Most of the time, our people don't play well in the sandbox together. They're, it's always these little <laughs> fiefdoms, you know. Oh, they might get my donor. That was or they my might, idea. Yeah, that was mine. Or, or they take my speaking <laughs> engagement or whatever. What's cool is he's bringing a bunch of us together that don't care about any of that stuff. We're just like, yeah. let's just get it done. Let's yeah. go out there and move the culture. And I love it. I think there's a wonderful window of opportunity right now to convert yep. millions of people to the principles of liberty and biblical worldview. And we're all just like locking shields and saying, let's go, man, run to the war. Let's go. We're all William wallace you know, all over the place. Like, let's go. <laughs> William wallace all let's, over the place. Let's, let's 
do the thing. Well, you see the news because I'm watching it too, right? So uh, I don't know what's going on with Donald Trump. I honestly don't. Did you hear him? So he makes an announcement. Have you seen this yet? This might be this might be news to you. So on uh, Wednesday night, he says that he has a major announcement he's going to make in the morning, right? He, he tweets out on his Truth Social. He says, I'm going to make a major announcement. America needs a superhero. And so, of course, the Twitterverse and the, the news outlets are like, what's, what's announcement? What's he going to do now? You know what his announcement was, dude? I do not. No. Uh, trading cards. He wants you to know that you can. So this morning he comes out and he says, hey. This is his big announcement? This was the big announcement. You know, I got trading cards. Only, they're only 100 bucks. And you can, and he shows a picture of himself with like lightning coming out of his eyes. And I, I looked at my husband and I'm like, what is even happening right now? I don't, I I don't know what, I don't, I don't know. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Ron DeSantis is establishing a committee to investigate vaccines and big pharma and government collusion and all that. And you're like, right. Well, well, I mean, there's not, it's not, not even close. Not even no, close. No, no, so no. World's on fire. The world's on fire. And I keep telling people, you know, what the world's on fire, but God's people don't need to be. Uh, we can be out there just going, hey, the Lord is my strength and my shield. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna keep my eyes on heaven and keep moving forward. One of the things I love about Kirk so much, and I know you guys share this in common too, and we talked about it a bit, is that for a long time, the church has been like, hey, the rapture is coming. You know, Jesus is coming. He's going to clean this whole thing up. And they've used it as an excuse to sort of just check out. And just decide, hey, yep. you know, we're going to see the entertainment industry over here because that's just too gross. It is pretty gross. We'll be honest. Uh, we're going to we're going to get out of politics because, ooh, politics. And that's pretty gross, that's too. Definitely gross. Yep. That's definitely gross. I, I know it uh, very well now. Uh, but the fact of the matter is Christians are not we need to be in every sphere of influence. Man. Our voices are needed. God calls us to the front lines of the battle and the battle's raging. And Amen. we've just lived through two years. I mean, really, that was some bonding time for you and I over these last two years of being kicked <laughs> off of airplanes and right and uh, and and just standing up for your 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 basic freedoms. Not and to just being a- glad that there was someone else that hadn't lost their mind. You know, I mean, <laughs> and was willing to say it on the air. By the way, right, that was, right. That was a big part of it for the last three years. Was you know, I think a, a lot of people agreed with us, but most media personalities and including in the church yeah. were too scared to speak. Too it. scared. Yeah. Too scared. And that's the that was the real pandemic. And, you know, yeah. we noted this many times. Well, I want to read something to you from The Hill and just get you to uh, comment. I know I'm not going to have to work too hard to get you to comment on this. So this is coming from The Hill. And I quote, I'm, I'm going to try not to, not to break out laughing. Concerns are growing nationwide for rapidly increasing cases of what health officials have deemed a triple-demic. The flu, RSV, and COVID-19 and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is once again urging the public to wear face masks indoors. According to the agency's December 8th report, 13.7% of Americans now live in communities rated, quote, high for COVID-19 community levels, up 4.9% of the population from last week. An additional 38.1% of Americans are in, quote, medium areas, and 48.2% are in low areas. In California, this is going to really scare you, Rick, more than 10 counties, including Los Angeles and San Bernardino, now right in the high tier. And they want you to be afraid. They want, I mean, you know what I hear from this? I just hear, be afraid, be very afraid. The government's here to help you. We're going to give you instructions because everything we told you last time has worked out so well for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now it's the, now it's the triple-demic. What say you? I say we are in the high tier. We are uh, a royal priesthood and uh, the Lord has put us in a high tier. 
I don't even know what their high tier means. It's so know. ridiculous. Oh, they create all these terms and 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 try to you know uh, redefine basic terms. Anyway, yep. I, I, yep. the the, yep. the best the best tweet I saw on all this was was this Doctor uh, Prasad. You might follow him. I don't know if you do or not, but he you should if you don't. You'll love him. Vinay Prasad. <laughs> he's a medical doctor, a researcher of some kind. Anyway, he pointed out that this New York Times article recommending that we all wear masks. Let me you know the headline. It's time to wear a mask again. Health experts say, yeah, what experts Ooh, are these? What is it? Yeah. So As Brad Stein people? says, these experts aren't at all right. <laughs> experts. You know, it's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, high quality, well-fitting mask is your best protection against infection from the coronavirus, influenza, and RSVP, your, your triple-demic that they're talking yes, about. Yes, the But the crazy demic. part is the article says there is strong evidence that masks <gasps> help to reduce, and they highlight strong evidence, and it's a link. And you can go to the link, and it turns out the strong evidence is a study that says masks don't work. I mean, you can't make this up. The very study that they're claiming is strong evidence shows that there's no benefit to masking. Dude, it's you cannot ridiculous. make this stuff up. It's ridiculous. You cannot. There's mm-hmm. a there was a, an article that came out the other day, and I I posted it to my Instagram, and it said people who skip. This is the headline: People who skipped their COVID vaccine are at higher risk of traffic accidents. According to a new study, hey, keep your coffee in your mouth there, friend. Oh, my God. According to a new study, the findings could justify changes to driver insurance policies. Wow. There's not an area of our life that they do not want to take over and use this actual virus created in a lab by the Chinese. I think a bioweapon that changed yeah, well, the world. That's, that's the headline, you know? right? That they're huh. they're starting to talk about this openly now that this is a, a bioweapon. It was created on purpose yeah. with a purpose, right? Yeah. And and, uh, and I think they've they've overachieved with it, frankly. No doubt. No doubt. And, and you know what's painful? I was, I was doing my, I have an AFA, show, American Family Association show in the afternoons and I was doing this live show and, and the call-ins today were breaking my heart because I, I started off reading this New York Times thing and, the, and this, uh, the first one uh, this guy calls in and his granddaughter, five years old, Heidi, five years old, uh-uh, they gave him me. the jab. No, no. Total neurological disorder now, uh, having seizures. I mean, the whole uh-huh. nine yards. And, and I mean, and then the next call, this this lady's talking about her son in the military, forced to get the jab on his third booster. His blood pressure now is out of control. It's just like story after story. And every time I'm thinking, this is government created and forced on us. This wasn't yeah. a a vaccine that that you had a choice. I'm all for having choices and, and vaccines had great impact on, on major diseases throughout history, sure. yada, yada, yada. But this was a government created, yep. uh, you know, funded by us. Our taxpayers paid yep. for the, for, for the creation. Thank you, Donald Trump. Pay for the creation, yep. paid for the, um, you know, the, the, the marketing and, yep. and the whole nine yards, the, the all big pharma made a ton of money on this. And then not only paid for the creation and the, and the, marketing of it, then use the coercion of government to force people to get it. And so when I hear about little kids being harmed by this, I get righteously angry. When I hear about the very people that that are on the front lines willing to die for our freedom being harmed by this instead instead of being out there actually fighting to, to, to defend us, and we're not backing them up, but instead they're getting drummed out of the military. And finally, finally, we get at least some level of negotiation in Congress to try to end this this mandate in the military, at least. But it's just... I tell you what, Heidi, they're coming at us again with this. They're not going to stop until we stop nope. them. It's going to take civil disobedience. And I never thought we would have a triple-demic to, to you know, have a chance to say no. But hopefully we've got enough courage and backbone now, and there's enough people that have been harmed by the vaccine itself. It's yeah, not safe. Yeah. It's not effective. It's neither one uh, that people will, will, will not just cower. 
But I'm telling you, I'm you're flying. I mean, we're seeing people back into wearing masks. I know. You know, it. looking at you like you're the crazy one for not wearing a mask. I mean, <laughs> uh, at least it's not like it was. Remember when we were the only ones Ooh, not wearing a mask and it was I like do. we were at a nudist colony and we're the only one wearing a ba- bathing suit? I mean, that's how it felt before. <laughs> but now it's, you know, at least it's kind of half and half, even whenever the the spike goes up and everybody starts putting well, them back on. Well, you see anyway. the fear. You see the yeah. the fear. I mean, what we're dealing with now is just rampant fear again, yep. right? So all these people are out there just trying to scare you to death, you know. Are and and listen, the the, the flu is here with a vengeance this year. Yeah. And you have to just wonder Maybe, just maybe, it's because we put people in masks for two years yep. and screwed with their immune system, and yep. now we really are struggling with the air that we breathe, and the solution is not suppress your immune system even more. That's not, that's never going to be the solution. But I'm telling you, my mom uh, was just, just got influenza A. She wound up in the hospital, in the same hospital where my dad died from COVID uh. a year ago. So my dad died a year ago today from COVID after he was vaccinated, Right. My mom got COVID after she was vaccinated, and then she got whatever this weird strain is, new thing. They put her back in the hospital, and I remember just thinking, this isn't going to end well, right? Mm. And she's there, and the hospital's overrun because they fired half their people, Yep. right? And then if you want to come back and work for them, a lot of the people that are decent people are not coming back because they don't want to take the shot. So so you've got these hospitals that that are basically understaffed. They're not overrun. It's all semantics, dude. They're yeah. not overrun. They're, They're understaffed. understaffed. Yep, exactly. That's the problem. And, and on purpose. The, or, yes. Or at least yep. on the, because of their own stupid decisions. Because of their own stupid decisions. My yeah. mom, you know, thankfully uh, recovered and she's home now. But the the issues are, I think, going to be with us for a very long time. Yeah. And we're either going to learn from them or we're not. And it seems to me like Florida is <laughs> leading the way. Well, and you know, the, the downside, the big downside long term is, and I think you and I even talked about this two years ago. Um, because of what they've done, because the CDC is the center for demented confusion, and because they're all just showing their biases and sh- showing their bias, showing their their lack of logic, showing their willingness to sell us out, willingness to lie, all that, because of all that, when there's a real problem, none of us are going to believe them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, can you imagine if there was a five percent case fatality rate virus that came out, or twenty percent case fatality? Uh, that that comes out and we're all still going to go, no, we're not listening to anything you say. And then the country really gets blindsided. I mean, yeah. th- they have lost all credibility. And so it is going to require, you know, who do we trust at this point? We trust that Surgeon General from Florida. That dude, I can't yep. remember his name, but man, yep. I follow him. Yep. I listen to him. Yep. He he bought, he, he earned my trust because he laid it all out and he made rational decisions. And he's actually a healthy guy. I saw, I saw a video of him the other day doing exercises and the tweet was basically, this is the kind of guy I'll listen to on health, not, and then you look at Rachel, you know, whatever his Mad name. Al. No, Levine, the, the oh, dude no, that the thinks dude. he's a woman that, yeah. and he's in his little Navy dude outfit holding like his hat. Lady. And he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Those are the health professionals. They're all overweight. They're all unhealthy. They're all mentally messed up. And those are the ones we're supposed to listen to? I don't think so. I'll listen to this Surgeon General that Ron DeSantis is smart enough to put out front. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Right. And this is the gaslighting that you were talking about a minute ago. I mean, these people that are obviously unhealthy, both mentally and physically, standing up there telling you that you're the one who's crazy. You're the one who needs to get your head examined. You're the one who needs to go in for your fourth booster. I keep telling people to turn it off. I yeah. don't. I don't listen anymore. I'm sure you follow the story of Sam Brinton, right? The, oh the guy who works for the energy the uh, energy thief. secretary who happens to come with a lot of baggage. <laughs> <laughs> but now we. But now we know why he dresses so crazy, right? Because he's just stealing people's luggage and taking just, wearing whatever's in the back. So right. no he's wonder like, he looks. Like, <laughs> right. Oh my right. gosh. He's these are the people lipstick. that I, 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 these are the people that a president of the United States would trust to make major decisions. It just tells you we are, I mean, I know uh, this is repetitive. Every time I'm on your show, I say it, but Romans 122, yes. professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. I mean, yeah. we're living Romans 1 right now, oh, and there's yeah. a deception that is just so deep right now in, in the country. And and it's what you just said. I mean, it's who they're listening to, yeah. Who you know, and, and turning that stuff off, finding good sources like yeah. you. Like, I mean, there's so few, though. There's so few oh. that you can trust. You have to really be careful who you listen to these days. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. You know, um, I've been a fan of, of Ben Shapiro's for a long time. I don't always agree with him, but I think he's very thoughtful, and I, I'll watch his thought process, you know. And yeah. I thought it was interesting about a month or so ago, he came out and basically—because he got the vaccine, right? Yeah. And now he's like, dude, I've, I'm angry. Yeah. I feel I was like lied to. I got lied to. They yep. lied to me, and now they're going to yep. come out again. You know, Jill Jill Biden—I'm oh, sorry, Dr. Jill. Dr. Jill. Dr. Jill. Was up uh, on television the other day telling everybody it's time to get your third booster. And now we know these are not safe. They're not effective. And in fact, they won't even define what those words mean. Right. They won't even define what safe and effective means. And yet they're using the words with nothing to back them up. The Cambridge Dictionary, right? Words mean things, except for they don't anymore. The not Cambridge anymore. Dictionary came out and said, you know what? Woman, we're going to redefine it. We're going to redefine female too going to redefine wow. man you, you you know woman is just someone who identifies as a woman what does it even mean and either we stop playing these dumb little games with people yeah or we're going to continue it's, i've got a question for you so i posted i'm going to read this comment to you off of instagram because you'll like it i posted uh the other day about you know joe biden just basically being a dingus you know, he said six years ago, he's like, I don't know why we're talking about marriage anymore. Marriage is between a man and a woman. This is settled, blah, 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 blah. And then you saw him three days ago out on the South Lawn at the White House with drag queens and washed up Cindy Lauper talking about how it's so important that we've made this step toward equality. Notice he said it was a step. These people are never going never done. to, they're never done. They're yep. never done. So I, I, you know, went to my, took my Instagram and I played a, a clip of Joe Biden being a hypocrite. And this woman said, Heidi, it makes me sad when Christians use hate, which whatever, to make a statement. Why not use Jesus's words and love and pray for them? Stop bringing politics into the church. It's giving an impression uh, that this is what we're supposed to be doing. If Christians can, and she said, uh, let me go back. I lost my play. Bringing politics into the church is giving a bad impression of Christianity to all who don't believe. And we will never win anyone that way. What's your... What do you? I, I have to say, you... I, I agree with this lady. Um, I think you should do it the way Jesus did it, which means you should have Turn fashioned a whip and taken it to the White House and whipped some people at the White House. That's what <laughs> I, I think you should be like Jesus. Hey, Jesus said, buy a sword. So get a sword, yeah. Heidi. Yeah. Uh, whitewash sepulchers, um, hypocrites, snakes. Um, what else Brood could we do? Brood of vipers. Brood of vipers. Yeah. Brood of vipers. Yeah. I, it's, it's embarrassing to me that the that the Christian population in America is so ignorant that yeah. we think like that, that we think it's yeah. that you're supposed to be nice 
that that right. makes you a good Christian. Show yeah. me one place in the Bible yeah. that says you're supposed to be nice. You're supposed to be kind, yeah. but nice, nice. The, the definition of nice is back to your words and what do they mean? But this, this idea that you cannot confront evil yeah. and call it evil and point out hypocrisy and put people's own words back in front of them to show them that they're being, that somehow that's not being Christian. I mean, Jesus did that. John the Baptist did that. The disciples did that. There is no reason in the world that we should not be calling evil evil. And and sometimes with strong language and, and you know, actually being uh, truthful. And, and that's yeah. truly being kind. If you really want to be kind to someone, you tell them what you're doing is going to destroy your life. You're going to experience pain from this. What you're doing is going to hurt your family. It's going to hurt the country. That would be more kind than, than these mamsy, pamsy, wimpy Christians that think that that somehow Jesus was sitting around petting lambs all the time. He's the lion as well. He's the lamb, but yeah. he's the lion. And we yeah. need to tap into the lion part for sure. Yeah. And it's also, I think it's kind of hypocritical too, where Christians taking aim at other Christians who are trying to speak into the political void yeah. to say, hey, if we don't start calling these people out, if we can't say a spade is a spade, if we can't, if we can't figure out what the definition of woman is inside the church right. and then boldly proclaim it, Without being called, you know, without being called a meanie, you're so mean, you know, by the by the rest of the church, we've forgotten. I just told, I said, if Christians continue to soft shoe their way around the political sphere, our country is going to continue its rapid descent into chaos. Amen. And that's where we are. Amen. No, it's 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 our fault. I mean, look, you, yeah. the, the, you can't expect the meat to not spoil when you remove the salt. And we removed the salt. Mm. We somehow thought that world of politics, culture. All of those things is somehow not something that the church is supposed to be speaking into or encouraging our children to go into. And and so the meat is spoiling. We've kept yeah. the salt in the salt shaker. We've got to get back out into every area of the culture. I don't know if you've ever had uh, Lance Wellnow on, but you should. The Seven Mountains thing is, is spot on. I mean, I, I think yeah. I read that from him 20 years yeah. ago or something. And so that's why we've always said at Patriot Academy, look, if God's put a desire in your heart to be in business or in entertainment or the arts or whatever, we want you there. We think Christians should not leave any area of the culture Untouched. Unturned, untouched. You, you mm-hmm. need to be going into those areas and taking godly principles into every one of those areas. I was with Lance last week watching him draw on his whiteboard, and he, he, you know, it was such a perfect visual where he showed that, you know, the church is over here in this silo thinking that it shouldn't be involved in all these other areas when, in fact, it should be going outside the walls of the church, investing in those areas with people and money and ideas mm-hmm. and, and vision, as we talked earlier. Um, it's It's rotting. The culture is rotting because yep. the church stepped out and people that, like made this comment to you, uh, do not understand what it means to be salt. And we need to get salty. I mean, we need to, we need to be more willing to be not just a light. I mean, we need to be the light that's going to dispel the darkness, but we got to be salty and we have to go in to the culture and be willing to be tough about it. Speaking of being salty, what do you think about uh, the worst trade in the history of the American uh, political landscape, Brittany Griner for the merchant of death? Man, what it advertises? You can't make this stuff up. You know, it, it it advertises to you know idiots like Brittany Griner to go do what she did, and then it advertises to other countries. You know, go ahead and kidnap uh, American tourists everywhere you go, and you'll get a great yeah. deal because you're going we'll, to we'll, get a great deal with our our you know our I'm trying to think of nice ways to. Say, I'm, try, I'm trying to be nice. I'm not. Why am I trying to be, be nice? nice? I need be to be nice. uh, <laughs> with this moron that is handling well, our negotiations. She, and, uh, and here's Brittany Griner. And left the, the Marine behind. Don't forget, we got to yes. always, you know, left the Marine behind. But, but yeah, sorry. And here's this America hater, and we're going to bring her right. home. American, America hating pothead Brittany Griner yeah. gets uh, exchanged for the merchant of death, and all of the rest of the world is laughing at us. Yep. 
The exactly. Russians are laughing at us. They're like, here you here you took uh, an openly lesbian uh, marijuana smoke. She broke the rule. She broke the law willfully in Russia, yeah. right? I mean, yes, was it heavy handed? Yes, they did that. They were trying to make a, a point, right? Did she need? Did she deserve to go to a, a work camp for you know bringing pot over into Russia? Probably not. But, yeah, yeah. but you no, know, I'm kidding. You know, I'm kidding. Maybe. <laughs> I, you know, but but the point is, it's Russia. Yeah, it's Russia, yeah. guys. I mean, what did you? What, literally, what did you think? Did was you not happen? think? Yeah, did you not know you're stepping into? Yeah, very dangerous yeah. territory. Yeah, very very dangerous territory. And yet now they've got the merchant of death back. And Jay and I listened to Russian news the other day, and they're just openly mocking. And the 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 radio or the television host said, "You know what? You know what? Uh, Paul Whelan's problem is, of course, he's white. That's right. He's, he's heterosexual. Heterosexual." Yeah, yep. yeah, and he and he loves the country. Ding, ding, ding. That's the triple demic right, right there, dude. You're, That's no right. Help for You're you. done. No, did You're you? Done. I, I don't know if you follow Jesse Kelly or not, but I loved it. I mean, he he said, you know. Wheeling, your problem is you're not gay enough. You got to get a boyfriend. If you get a boyfriend and you, you know, then they'll they'll think twice about coming to yeah, uh, get then you. Maybe, then maybe Biden will stump for you a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, you know what's yeah. so sad though? How long is it going to take to gain back respect in the world? This is this is a a disease that Biden is creating around mm-hmm. the world, where these nations who have no respect for us, they know now is the time to take advantage of America. And whether it's Trump or DeSantis, I think it's really going to have to be one of those two. But w- whichever mm-hmm. one it is in 2024. The damage that's been done and the work that they've got cut that cut out for them to to oh. try to rebuild that. The good news is that that these other nation entities and leaders they do quickly recognize a Donald Trump or a Ron DeSantis as being right. like a Ronald Reagan. In that, once they come in, party time's over, play time's over, taking advantage of, of us is over. You know, but the problem is, look, we've got two more years. I mean, here in my home state of Texas, I mean, you look at what's happening in El Paso right now. The thousands that are coming across the coming border. Coming across the border, yeah. It's, it's an invasion, dude. It's an absolute invasion. And and I will say, good news. You know, you know how much I dislike Greg Abbott because yes, of putting I us do. in jail for nine months and not closing the border and all the things he could have done. He finally invoked Article One, Section Ten, which we've been trying to get him to invoke for a long time. Article Four, Section Four is where the feds have a responsibility to, to protect us from invasion. They didn't do it. Article One, Section Ten allows states to do it. They can repel the invasion. And so he actually declared. That clause in the Constitution now, he hasn't done anything different yet, but it, at least he used the language and he actually made the declaration. He's refused to even acknowledge it was a constitutional authority that he had as a governor up until the last couple of months. He's finally invoked only because he's, you know, gonna, wants to run for president in two years. If he'll follow through now and actually repel the invasion, which he's not doing, but if he would stop anyone from actually coming across illegally and literally take them and place them on the land on the other side of the river. If he would do that, Heidi, you'd see a massive change very quickly. If he would do it, he would also gain a lot of support. So there's political reasons for him to do it. But so far, he hasn't been willing. I don't know if you follow Ken Cuccinelli and, and Russ Vaught mm-hmm. over at Center mm-hmm. for uh, American Renewable. They're spot on on this. And they're saying, look, once you declare the invasion, you have a war footing where you can do this. You can actually take them and place them on the other side of the river. And just to be clear to to your listener that that will say we weren't being nice, I've said for 30 years, we ought to be, it ought to be a thousand times easier to get into this country legally, while yes. also a thousand times harder to get in illegally. Those families that are, frankly, I think the Democrats are making a bad bet here. They think all these people coming across are going to be Democrat voters. Most of the people coming across are our kind of people. They, they work hard. They're family oriented. They want good community. They just want the American dream. Mm-hmm. Problem is, out of those six million people that have come across and some say it could be 15 or 20 million, but out of those 6 million that have come across, 
you do have hundreds of thousands that are not those kind of people. They're evil that's people. Right. They're cartel that's people. Right. They're, you know, that's the problem. So make it easier for the families to get in that want to work hard and want to be a part of the American dream. Make it easier for them to get in. But we know who they are. We know where they are. We know what they're doing. And harder for the, you know, the the, the dangerous ones uh, to get in. Anyway, I'm rambling. You know, it's never going to work. But, you know why, dude? Because that's just common sense. And we yeah, don't do that anymore. That's, that's and I'm waiting for Cambridge to rewrite it. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to get in there next week and I'll be like, we have decided that the definition of common sense is not actually not actually working for us anymore, like the definition of woman. So we're going to we're just going to get rid of it. Forget Thomas Paine and common sense. And we're now going to say common sense means that you are, you know, obeying whatever the government says. And if you don't obey what the government says, then you don't have common sense. That will be their definition. There you go. Right. And and we're we're rapidly careening uh, that direction. I know we've got about uh, a minute and a half left. I want people to be able I I love to have you on because, A, you're just a hoot and holler in good time. And. B, because you're getting something done. And I so appreciate people that are willing to get off the bench and, and, and really just put their back into the work that needs to be done to restore this nation, which has been taken, you know, drugged through the mud now for literally for decades. But there's a lot of hope. You have hope for the country. I have hope for the country. Uh, and you're doing that through Patriot Academy, through going around the country. You know, Mr. I, I did. I told Kirk Cameron, I said, you guys, I said, you watch that Rick, that Rick Green. He's all William wallace all over the country right now, just telling everybody, listen, you know, uh, there's hope. Yeah. And the hope, the hope starts, first of all, with, you know, with revival as a nation. But Amen. revival won't come without repentance. We're going to have to look long and hard. You know, uh, God wants not just part of our lives. He wants our whole lives. Amen. And we can't just keep our wearing our Christianity around like a backpack and hoping that, you know, we that uh, that we don't that somebody may not see us wear that backpack. So we'll take it off when it's not convenient and put it on. when We go to church. This is my this is my Christianity backpack that I wear to church. Yeah. But I take it off when I'm in the public square. Or I take it off when I'm at work. We got to stop doing that. What's your uh, your heart and your vision that God's really given you that kind of keeps you moving? Because you don't, you're like the Energizer Bunny. You don't give up. <laughs> and I appreciate that. I, I you know, honestly, Heidi, it's, uh, I'm spoiled because I get to be out there like you do and talk to the people that are taking yeah. action. And just, I think it was a week ago, I think it was in Nebraska, and a lady comes up to me and says, you and Heidi St. John have motivated me and I <laughs> I got off the bench. This was her words. She said, because of Heidi, I got off the bench because you were on her program. I got excited about running for office. And I can't remember if she got a like, it was either city council or school board. No, you she, sent it to me. I think it was a city council. Well, I think you it was. It I think me. it was city council. Those yeah, yeah. kind of stories. I go, okay, those are real people that yep. are actually taking action and doing something. You know, these 22,000 constitution coaches we've got across the country, they're actually taking five people into their living room or like you did hundreds of people at a time at churches and, and places like that. And they're getting educated. They're getting equipped. They're getting excited. They're going out there and making a difference. So what keeps me hopeful is I get to hear the testimonials all the time. It's not going to happen because a certain person gets elected president. It's not going to happen because a certain party takes over Congress. This has to be from the bottom up. It has to happen in our homes and then in our neighborhood and our churches and building from the bottom up. We're going to, we are right now restoring Liberty in pockets around the nation. And eventually those pockets will grow enough to where you'll see entire states become once again places of of liberty. And eventually, hopefully that spills out into the whole country. I don't know if it will or not. I I, I think we're going to become a very, you know, separated country. And from the standpoint of those pockets are going to be places of liberty and they're still going to be places of tyranny. And people Mm -hmm. are going to have to decide they're going to have to fight tooth and nail in their neighborhood and try Mm -hmm. to win it in their neighborhood and their community. And and and, you know, I, I I know God blesses that. I know that I've seen it. 
He blesses it when we step out. When we just sit in our prayer closet and pray and hope that he'll do something, but we don't go do anything, I don't think he honors that. I think he mm-hmm. says you gotta you gotta put some some you know faith without works is dead. You gotta put That's some right. effort into this thing. So God bless you for getting people off the bench. I think the yeah. good news is they are responding, even though it's a small percentage right now. Eventually, we're gonna get there. It's growing like yep. crazy. The movement for liberty is growing. The window is there. The left is spoiled. They don't know. They they, they don't have self control. Yep. So they went so yep, far, yep, they're yep, carving yep. up children now, yeah. and people have said enough. So that middle of the road is finally paying attention to us. They didn't listen before. They are now. That's for sure. I looked up your text message. It's Elizabeth Techmeyer, and she there was just go. elected to the Nebraska State Board of Education. That was it. It was State Board that of Education. It wasn't awesome. even local. It was State Board of Education. Go Elizabeth. She listened to our interview on your program. That was, that was what got her fired up. I love it. And it wasn't just her. They got... They won three races, so they don't have a majority yet. They're one vote shy of a majority in Nebraska on their state board of education, but they got three new people elected. They're one vote away, but they've got enough to, you know, push the thing the right direction. Well, they got enough to at least stick their finger in the dike. That's it. And stop the onslaught of liberal ideology that's in our school. So praise God for that. That's really exciting. I know you're out of time, but I'll I'll just say in Nebraska, we went to Lincoln uh, and we went to Kearney. And they had like 200 people there and they were fired, both places, fired up, action oriented people. Just that's Nebraska. I mean, it's happening all over the place. In fact, the gal that brought us in, she said, Nebraska is going to lead from the middle, (laughs) lead from the middle of the country. I love it. And anyway, so it's happening all over the place. Be encouraged. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Go Cornhuskers. My granddad was a Cornhusker. So I grew up with a latch hook uh, rug. A corn husker latch hook rug on my wall. So I I still can see that guy in his overall. So that's <laughs> that's just amazing. You know what, Rick? Uh-huh. You are a hoot and holler in good time and just a treasure for liberty and for freedom. And I so appreciate what you're doing. Where can people find out more about Patriot Academy? PatriotAcademy.com. And anybody can do it. You don't have to know anything about this stuff. You can start from scratch. You just need to have a desire to be a good citizen, a good biblical citizen. You want to follow the Bible? You want to follow the Constitution? We got the things for you that'll teach you how to do it and how to, and how to teach other people how to do it. So you can be the catalyst in your community. Yeah, I love that. You can be a catalyst. We did it here. We've held uh, Constitution classes here. We had a great turnout. And what's amazing is to watch what happens to people when they understand yeah. what the history of this country is, what the Constitution means in their life and how it can actually move the needle. It's powerful. And the Christian foundations of this country uh, it's Man. it's powerful. You guys are doing such a good thing. Rick, my friend, thank you for coming on the show. Let's uh, let's do it again. Let's tear it up again. It's my favorite Sounds thing. Sounds good. God <laughs> bless you, Heidi. God bless you, my friend. Thank you so much. If you guys want more information on my guest today, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Head on over to the show notes and I'll link back to Patriot Academy. You guys, listen, I'm going to put a plug in for Rick. If uh, if you got a little extra change rolling around your pocket right now, you can help them build the campus for Patriot Academy. I cannot wait to see what God's going to do. It's going to take a lot of people pushing in the right direction to see that thing come to fruition, but I know it's going to happen. Cannot wait to see what God does. Check it out, you guys. Get behind and let's put some, let's put some muscle behind what God's doing over at Patriot Academy. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for leaving reviews for the podcast and for helping us get into the top 1% in our category on Spotify. It's just an honor to partner with you to bring a little bit of hope to listeners. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you back here again tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture.